To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings podcast from Newstalk ZB. What I did want to talk to you about this morning was prompted by a piece written by Rob Campbell in Newsroom talking about the dire state of aged care in this country. Aged care providers have warned the shortage of rest homes is leading to longer wait times for elective surgery, overcrowded emergency departments and other pressures on the health system. The aged care deputy chair, Warwick Dunn, said the rest home sector was currently short about 1,000 to 1,200 nurses from a total workforce of over 5,000, so they need a fifth more than what they have. As a consequence, there are 1,200 beds across the sector that have had to be closed, either total closures or partial, and providers have had to do that to keep staff and residents safe. Put another way, last year we saw about 20 rest homes close because of a nursing shortage. So that means that these elderly, vulnerable people have to basically pick up their beds and move to a completely different environment. That's if they can find one. Figures provided to Radio New Zealand by the Health Ministry show rest homes have made 4,795 Section 31 notifications. That's what they must do if they don't have enough nurses to ensure patient safety. The category was only introduced last April in 2022. And since that time, 4,795 notifications that they cannot ensure patient safety because they simply don't have the trained personnel on the ground to look after many high-needs patients. Former Whatawara Chair uh, Rob Campbell said this morning that chronic underfunding by successive governments has meant there's not enough capital or operational investment in aged care facilities. And everybody's known that. They've known we've got an ageing population, known that not everybody has their own home so they won't be able to move to the retirement village model. They've known that there is going to be an enormous strain on all of our health systems as the population ages. And in that time... It's contracted, not expanded. Last year, 1,260 previously available beds closed and the sector is short of those 1,200 nurses. Even the retirement villages that do provide aged care services are now building fewer beds, focused on their own residents because of the funding problems. It's simply not worth their while to do so. So if you get, get into the retirement village, you should be sweet. If you don't have a home to sell to get into a retirement village, then things are looking grim. Most of us are getting older. Most of us are living longer, but with various health problems. And as Rob Campbell writes, fewer of us own property to afford the retirement village model. The best estimate seems to be that by 2040, which is not very far away, there will be 230,000 people over 85 and that on current trends there'll be about half or less the aged care beds available to meet demand 
So that'll be around 115,000 people over the age of 85 looking for somewhere to live. And so we see elderly people staying in hospitals. Right now we're seeing it. It's only going to get worse unless things change. Choking up the supply chain. These are men and women who don't need acute care. But in the absence of anywhere to put them, they stay in a hospital bed, bored to sobs, and that bed remains unavailable, and thus elective surgeries have to be cancelled. Hospitals are basically like caring conveyor belts. You come in, you get attended, you move out to a recovery facility, a rehab facility, back home, supported living, or to a rest home. If you have nowhere to go, that clogs up the pipe and then everything else backs up. So it's not an issue that should solely concern oldies and their families. The inability to provide for our elderly affects us all. Older people in the right environment can live rich and full lives right up to the bitter end. I remember emceeing an aged care conference some years ago and the incredible initiatives being undertaken by so many providers, not-for-profit providers as well as the for-profit, to give their people the best possible life right around the country was staggering and inspirational. Done right, you can live a great life. But right now, there seems to be more votes and potholes than pensioners. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.